Welcome to the morning, yo. It's Michael. Yo, thank you so much for watching this every day on Facebook and listening on the podcast, man. It's blowing up about three months ago. I started this morning, yo. And on Facebook, we started with about 30,000, 40,000 people on Facebook. Now it's up to 142,000. So we just passed 140,000 mark. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you as always. I always ask you for two things. When I'm on the road, support me. Also, check out my special Blazion. It's on Amazon Prime, but I'll put the link down below so you can check that out. Always spreading love and positivity, and I like to start the show always with a good, uh, with a bit of good news. My mom has been fighting breast cancer for the third time. She beat it. Uh, the doctor told us yesterday that she is clear and free and. She thought she would have to get a little radiation, but after the test results came back in, no chemo, no radiation. It's a beautiful thing, people. It is a beautiful thing. My mom is so strong, so freaking strong, and I love her so much. But another woman I love a lot is joining us on the show today. She is amazing, so funny. You know her off of AGT, and of course, she's been on just about every stage in the world. Please welcome Jackie Fabulous. How are you, Jackie? Press that. What's up? What's going on, Dr. Yo? I'm good. How about yourself? How about (laughs) yourself? I'm good. I'm barely awake. I do a lot of podcasts. This is a job. I love it. (laughs) I mean, but isn't it great? Because I I, I talk to a lot of comedians and I say, for some reason, podcasts make people, it's building community within the comedy community. You know what I mean? There are so many comedians that I have always been either cool with or only acquaintances. I know them so well now because, you know, you're, when you're working in L.A., anywhere, it's always like, hey, good to see you. Got to go. I'm next. Can't, can't talk. And then you get off stage, you get in your car, and you leave. Yes. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. I, I've been in green rooms with you, but I'm the type of comedian that's really I'm like a quiet dude when I'm in a green room. You know, I'm not the the boisterous comedian. Crack, like you're great in a green room. You crack a joke. <laughs> you keep it moving. You know why? Like, why every, now and, every now and then you guys are the only time I've spoken the whole day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'm like, people. Oh, my God. How y'all doing? Everybody hug me. right so so i don't get to know a lot of people i want to know but i wait till i get them on my podcast because then i can really talk to them because in the green room i'm that quiet dude that kind of just it's not even like i'm I'm watching comedy i'm just like not that i'm not that dude you know some people i'm just not that's not me but uh like jackie what's going the corona is going on still it's exploding our pocketbooks have been hurt because we can't tour. Where is Jackie fabulous in her life right now? How are you? You know what? I'm good. I'm blessed and I'm healthy. First and foremost, I'm healthy. My immediate family is healthy. So that's really all that matters. In addition to that, I'm like everybody else where I saw 20 or 30, you know, tour dates disappear, you know, when this pandemic hit me hard and I immediately filed for unemployment. That didn't come in for like Six, I mean, I filed for it in March. It didn't, I didn't get any money until damn near September, maybe October, because you know, California, I was still, even though I live in New York now, I have no proof that I live here. All of my life, my work, my W 2s, whatever, are in California. So I was caught up in the whole California got a problem. I don't know what's going on with unemployment. No one's getting it. Yeah. So I found a way to book a lot of Zoom shows, corporate and regular. And that honestly is how I've been able to not, you know, drink the poison under my fridge 
Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> is that the I, I'm a Zoom I'm a Zoom vet. And a lot of comments are like, dang, you've never stopped. And it's, and it's not because I'm pompous or I think I'm better than anybody. I know that for my mental health, if I don't perform, I'll quit. Because I've had every job in the world, and this is it. This is the last job, Michael. You understand? This is it. <laughs> this is it. Like, Michael, J- this is it. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. My next job's going to be underground. Literally, no. I'm going to be dead. Now, okay, so I haven't done a Zoom show yet. What? I- yeah. Why? Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how to like Not do one. a Zoom show. Not one. Not no one. one yet. No one hit, text you and be like, hey, dude, I got a show tomorrow. I want you eight minutes. No, nothing like I that. Think, I, I got that at the beginning, but then it was like, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I got hit up a bunch. I got hit up a bunch because I was just like, man. Because you, to be honest with you, I was still touring. You know, I, uh, I you're, you're 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 one of those comments. You're like, I got a I hazmat suit. Let's do this. Come on. <laughs> well, no, you know, I almost died from it, so I felt like I had the antibodies, you know. But at the same time, I felt like a hypocrite, so I had to stop touring. You know, it's kind of like why? Don't worry about what people think. Do your job. Well, no, I'm uh, me. I felt like a hypocrite. Oh, okay. You know, like I'm asking people to come out to see me, and some shows were great, some shows were bad. So in bad, I'm talking about audience. Some shows were filled up so much, I felt weird going out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why you know? are you guys here? Oh, my I bad. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then some shows, when a lot of people didn't come out, like I did a show where only like 75 people came out, and I was like, I, I was bummed, but then I was like, at least they're being safe. You yeah. know, because everybody was spread out. So I didn't really know how to, I don't know. I, I felt like, man, if I keep going out, and if somebody gets infected by my show, but it's their choice. It's yeah, their choice. They have, a, they have a choice to put on a mask. I just got to support my family. So I really never had to do the Zoom shows, luckily, because I was still on the road. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I hear I hear nightmares about Zoom shows, but then I hear great things about Zoom shows. But I know what you're talking about, Jackie, because I have several friends, and the only thing that's keeping them afloat right now is these corporate Zoom shows because they pay like seven fifty thousand bucks? Yeah, like for like start. ten for ten for ten minutes, fifteen even, minutes, even, even less than ten minutes. Stop it! Yeah, I can't. I don't want to give my sources away because somebody referred me. I don't want to get all all the comics asking me because I got it as a gift. But I'm not gonna lie; these corporate Zoom shows. When you okay, first of all, I'm. It looks like well, you see my closets right there. Yeah, my little, my yeah. little five dollar painting from a guy in Manhattan, but. <laughs> But across from this laptop is my bed and my my sweatpants are folded in the corner. So it's it's addictive because you can literally and, and like notice the time. Like, oh, shit, it's getting late. Get, roll, roll out of bed, brush and floss and blush and gloss and then put on a hat and log on and earn that money. And then in five, 10 minutes or more, because I've, I've had like I've done 45 half hour also shows and then close the laptop and either go back and lay down or go get a snack. And that kind of cycle, that can get you into a comfortable yet dangerous place because then you forget. Because I remember I had one uh, one audience member message me like, I loved your set. You had us on a journey. You started off quick and then you slowed down and then you incorporated crowd work and then you got personal and then you ended big. I'm like, ma'am, you do know that most comedy performances are 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, 100%. I gave you a I gave you a hot ten, and you were impressed with that. Imagine if I was in front of you, you'd faint. 
So now, it's very easy to get used to that cycle. Now, let me ask you, when you do your Zoom shows, because like I said, I've never done, done them. Are you sitting like this and you're just talking in the camera like this? Yeah. Hey guys, like that. Okay. I mean, okay. usually I don't have on a hat. You know, I'm usually more girl up and made up and makeup and stuff. Yeah. I, I did have one show booker try and direct me and say, Jackie, if you could just stand up and hold a mic. And I was no. like, dude, I said, dude, you can't make me do what I'm not comfortable. Let me do me. Yeah. And yeah. I'm gonna give the audience fun because he wanted. Mm-hmm. He's like your energy. I'm like, dude. First of all, you are my 700th Zoom show, so don't direct me. Second of all, the audience is going to leave. They're going to be happy because I have found, and me and not many comics feel this way. I have found Zoom shows to be easier. They are the easiest job because I don't. I'm not doing. I don't really. I mean, I remember, but I have to try to remember my old act. Yeah. And I'm honestly. I'm roasting people in the little squares. I'm making fun of them, and they love that stuff because everyone at home is like, "I'm so bored." Thank God she's entertaining yes. me. Uh-huh. And and I do a lot of new. I do. I'm, it's like a glorified professional open mic. I do a lot of jokes in my notebook that are not ready, but I'm like, guess what? They're gonna be here today because these people do not know the difference between a polished joke and an idea. Yeah. So I have I have found these Zoom shows to be incredibly easy. I mean, look at where we come from. We have to rock a show for yeah. an hour. And now you got to do eight, five minutes? I'm crushing okay. this. Okay, Jack. <laughs> you, you know what, Jack? You giving me that contact. Because yes. I'm going to start doing some Zoom shows. Me and Jackie taking over. We're doing Zoom shows. Just have fun, Michael. Yeah, man. Have a good time. Uh, so, well, I'm glad that's going well for you. You got the Zoom shows. Um, like, do you miss the road? Or were you not I, you like know a what? big I, road person? I said when my career began that when I start getting more momentum, I don't want to be a road comic. I'm not going to lie. I don't enjoy having to be on the road to pay my bills. I've always said, like, I'll be, I'll do the road. You have to because you get better the more road you do. But I don't want to be in that place where none of my bills will get paid if I don't go. And I was getting, and I, here's the thing about me and traveling. I think I had COVID because for two months, I was really, really sick. I mean, like I had all the cough medicine in my travel bag and I went to the clinic and they did the swab up the nose, but this was in early March. And the doctor said, you do have a virus, but we don't know what kind of virus it is. Mm-hmm. And this is in, this was in March before, you know, the PR COVID agent well, that, didn't help them get on tour like that. I'm that's, like, when I, that's when I got it in March. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. was, and I was always on an airplane hard. Mm-hmm. And I realized after that, and I was, you know, being sick alone in a hotel, it's horrible. Oh. And being and being sick when you are in the when you are when you are at minute 20 and you have 25 more minutes to go and you're sick, you're like, you know what? If I would if I could just sink during this set, this is how bad <laughs> I wanna this is how badly I wanna go back to my hotel room. Yeah. You know, so and as a woman, I'm not gonna lie, the road is lonely. I've had a couple of comedy club owners be a little bit too familiar. So okay. it's, it's okay. a certain it's a certain element to it that I don't like. I I I wanted to bring a guy that I used to date. Part of the reason I'm like, you know what? We're gonna be a couple because I want you to come with me on the road. That's like part of the motivation. Yeah. Like, I mean, I want somebody with me. I'm lonely and I'm scared. Let me tell you. <laughs> you let me know? tell you, Jackie. People don't know. It's like they think it's Glamour. funny. Anytime <laughs> you're on stage in front of people, they think you live in a rock star life. <laughs> but. I, but that rock star life is so boring. Once you really break it down, the only fun I'm having is when I'm in front of people. The rest yeah. of the time, you know, luckily I'm at a position where I can bring people to open up for me and think mm-hmm. and put together a whole show. So we have fun, but 
I mean, I, I, that's why I stopped colleges because, man, talk about lonely. I hate like, the college gigs. Oh you know what's funny God. about Killing on the Road? You can, we can have a sold out show. Yes. And literally almost, if not standing O, or just a, a enthusiasm. They love it yes. every minute. They yes. buy all of our merch. We are on a high. We go back to that hotel. If you get back to that hotel too late and the doors are locked, <laughs> and you have to ring that bell, and the lady yep. behind the desk has the attitude like, "Who the hell? Don't they know she's bad? You, you, you're ringing a bell, but she don't know or care that you just kill at the funny ball." Well, you know what? It's, it's, <laughs> that's what's so great about comedy. You're always your humility is always put in check. You know, it's always like, "Oh no, you remember? You just funny. Your superpowers is on that stage, and yeah. once you get off." You don't have anything. Once you get back to the, the Marriott, where is your room key? You knew <laughs> you needed your room key to get back in here, ma'am. I'm like, ma'am, uh -huh. I just crushed. You don't recognize me? No? All right. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's what it real is. World. That, that is the real world. Uh, I want to throw this at you because I was talking about this the other day on mm -hmm. Morning Yo. The whole Tiffany Haddish incident. Have you heard about this? Recently? What happened recently? So, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yes, the Grammy thing. The Grammys. Yes. What's your yes. thoughts on that? I have two thoughts. The first thought is, is this job is customarily an unpaid job? Then Good question. Then Very good question. Then there's an argument for, well, everybody does this for free. Not that it makes it okay, because you can change the precedent at any time. Just because it was one way, don't mean it got to stay that way. But, I also think she's she's too three things. She's too famous to be asked to do that for free. Cuz she's also yes. nominated. She's nominated. She's been in several movies and TV shows. Everybody knows who she is. Even when she's not working, she's built up a following where what we all know Tiffany Haddish is. Absolutely, so, absolutely. So that's number 2 why you're asking to do that for free. She's too popular. And number 3 if it's true that it's not normally an unpaid job, why are you asking a black female artist to do it for free? So there's background. I need to know background. Is it normally free? Is it normally an unpaid job? And number two, why are you, if, if I want to see seven white men before her, I want to see their paperwork. Were they doing okay. it for free also? Okay. So immediately everybody jumped to, oh, this is a black woman issue. Yeah. Right. So I'm interested in that because any history, I, yeah. I don't think it is a black woman thing. I think they ask everybody to do it for free. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they do it for free. So I'm interested like you. I'm not saying it's not a black woman issue. But what I'm saying is we need more info on that. Now, yes. I know how the Grammys usually work. Every artist that performs, it's free. On the show, it's free. Okay. Because they're promoted because they know by them doing the show for free, that they'll sell more albums. Just mm -hmm. like back in the day, David Letterman and all these people used to have bands on yeah. because they would sell a lot of records at the end. Why that went away, the audience on late night television is not big enough to move enough records. Yeah. You know, like a comic doing Johnny Carson, you were done. Like it's literally 26, it. 30 million people watching it. You could do the road for years after a Johnny Carson's thing. Now, mm -hmm. stand-ups do it. It's kind of like, all right, it's just a not, credit. Not much now. happens, yeah, yeah. Not much. It's a credit. So I understand my thing. And I worked in radio. We would have groups come by all the time for free because we would play their record. Now, mm -hmm. what's different about this is they would play, they would do our shows for free because we would help their career. The Grammys mm -hmm. is not helping Tiffany Haddish's career. You're already like, there. Like, like if I was the movie director that first gave, if I was Will Packer and 
uh, I, I'm the one that put her in girl trip, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if I said, hey, I got an award show, would you do it for free? She'd be like, yeah, because you put me on the map. Yeah. You see what I mean? But the Grammys mm -hmm. never put her on the map. They just was trying to get, they were just giving her an award or, uh -huh. or nominating her, which is a big deal. Don't get me wrong. Huge right. Everybody, deal. Yeah. I would love to be up for a Grammy one day. You would lo love yes. to be up for a Grammy. But usually that, that whole thing is for free unless you're the main host. Online, I don't know. But I know like a host of the Oscars, they get paid $12,500. Yeah. Every host gets paid the same thing. Okay. So it's not like a lot of money. But, I didn't want to jump in to make this a black woman issue, an ethnic issue. I need to know, like you, which I'm glad you said, we need more info. Is, this, more the, info. is this the first time that they've asked a celebrity? Because I know the guys that usually did the Grammy pre-show, and they weren't celebrities. They were just hosts. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Oh, and that's another thing. The friends you know who were not celebrities, they were just hosts. Her resume is justifying why she's like, why in the hell? Should I do it for free? I don't care who's done it before me and what their pay was. I'm I'm nominated. <clears throat> I have several specials on Netflix right now. Yes. You know, and Showtime. Like all of her stuff you can still search for and find. She's not like a year ago, five years ago. No. He's current. He's current. Yes. Mm -hmm. So being a current working comedian, actress, and everything else, producer, her uh, she has on Netflix a special that she produced. Her name is still in, in circulation. Yeah. So, it's so in why it's in catalogs, girl. She's yeah. in catalog. Catalog. Yeah. Activity so why, it, knowing all that, would you be like, well, can you host uh, for free? Okay, cool. Well, you know, it's on NBC. No, no, no. It's online. Yeah, it's not even on TV. Yeah. I'm saying so. It's too much. It's too much. But the thing that the thing that to me that kicks it up more than that is, yeah. they said if you need makeup, hair, and dresses, oh, yeah. <laughs> you you pay for that. I just said no, and I have I have nothing going on. I am not even in a tax bracket. I'm in a negative <laughs> tax bracket, and I'd be like, I'd be damned if I'm a dude and a black woman. You know, it takes us a whole day to get this shit together, and I gotta well, pay for it myself. No, no, no. Well, I said that. I said that as well. It's like I'm not even in the tax bracket. Tiffany Haddish, shit, and I don't do shit for free. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, so. and, and, and then, oh, you gotta get here. I'm not even gonna get a car service. Really? It's in LA. What would it be? Fifteen bucks to get me in a in a Uber XL? You can't go extra twenty dollars to get me the SUV. So it's too much. It's too much. Unbelievable. Uh, it, but you know what? Celebrity for Tiffany Haddish has done for this, where you're so big, like Tiffany Haddish, you could speak out in Variety magazine about it. Where if it would have happened to a person, no offense to us, but like on our level, we yeah. wouldn't have wanted to burn that bridge. Yeah, we would have been, we would have, or if we did, we would have known the ramifications of, well, you can yeah. go ahead and complain, but just know, no matter how fire your album is when it comes out comedy-wise, you ain't going to be on the show. That's right. So Celebrity gives you that opportunity to say, yo, these people tried to do this to me. Yeah, but... and I heard, I heard she got an apology, too, from whoever. Oh, yeah. Of oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to know what he said. Like, I, I mean, like, an apology for me would have been like, so you going to cut a check? Because I'm glad you're sorry, but... So are we going to do this over again the proper way? Oh, no. But Tiffany wouldn't go back. You don't go back to do that. No, even yeah, if they no, offer you do something. Now, now my <laughs> thing is. No, no, no. I don't think you do. <laughs> okay. I don't right. I, but my thing, because yeah. I think Tiffany Haddish is way bigger than online. And no offense to online, because no, online no, no. gets millions. Online of, is big now. But, yeah. But uh, I feel the, what I'm looking out for is who's going to do it now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I guarantee. 
I guarantee you they're going to go back to a couple of up and covers you don't know, never heard of, because that's safe. That's how you do it. It's that's, like, what, that, that's the way it should have been to begin with. They should have always and, been going after up and comers. And guess what? They're going to pay them. Yeah, because up and comers are like, ah, uh, not for nothing, but is it pay? Because I heard you yeah, guys are right, cheap. Yeah, yeah. I got to eat. <laughs> I, I got to eat. eat. And that's a big deal. I mean, you're going to be on a, and more people will see more probably of anything online than they will on TV. Because I don't know when the Grammys are. I'm not sure what network it is, but you'll be online tweeting and being like, oh, look at here, a, a, yep. a performance from so-and-so. People our age and under do not tune in live. We like, no. I, I'm like, I'm grabbing schmammy. Let me just see what's on the phone. Oh, he, he's saying I'll watch that. Let me put our phone yep. away. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and, and I, I, I think it was it was in bad taste of the Grammys, but like I said, I think we've discussed it out. It, I'm glad Tiffany Haddish turned it down. I'm glad that she's in a position where she can be like, yo, these people tried to do this to me. But, you know, like people on our level, like we can't do that yet. And yet yes, is the no, key word. Yes. But we'll, we'll get there because now Tiffany, now people know do not step to her with no bullshit because but you, I think, but it's not fair. What, but also what she's done is, hey, don't step to anybody like that because exactly. you could be called out at any moment. Maybe people won't care what we say, but I think it gives, makes the industry go, oh, you know what? Yo, we got to chill out on this free stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it teaches a lesson overall. Uh, yeah, it does. Because I'm hosting this great show called Real Screen Awards. And it's like... Oh my God, I saw that. I was jealous. Because I, I pitched a show with Cineflix and they're going to oh. be there. And I was like, ooh, I wanted to do that. So I was, I had a little bit of hateration. And then uh -oh. I went back to love. Uh -oh. I'm keeping it real. Keeping it real. Hey, I like well, I'm it. I'm happy like for it. you because that's huge. And my thing is, I'm getting paid. So <laughs> that's my... <laughs> You're like, moral is... I'm Moral is I'm getting paid from that, and the people are fantastic. January 26th, check that out. Now it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be really cool. Of course, we can't do it live, so they got they got some great stuff set up. Oh so. yeah, that's the real. When I learned when I was pitching a show for that production company, and I had to figure out who real screen real screen was, I looked oh, it up. Everything huge. They're every. They're literally the world of unscripted or maybe some scripted yeah. TV shows around it, the world. It's all unscripted, but it's the biggest place where everybody comes together. Like you could be me, have a TV show and pitch it to like every network, every major person. It's and, unbelievable. And while you're there, I need for you to make sure you bring something to pitch. Don't go there and just host and come home. Bring a project to pitch, Michael. I'm not, why are you laughing? I'm dead ass. Well, well, we, trust me, it's, <laughs> we, got, we, we got stuff in the work. And, and <laughs> you know, you know me, I'm half Asian. I know how to hustle. Come on now, bro. <laughs> You're like, you know, come on, I'm not going there with one intent. That's right. <laughs> this is for a future. This ain't for just one gig. Come okay. on. Okay. We don't uh, walk in a no room. We're like, oh, I, I came here with many projects, not just the I, one you called me about. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I want to talk about AGT real quick because a lot of people know you from AGT. I'm in love with your kids. First of all, your wife is oh. really hot. You've done, you've thank gone you. That's the best you can do. Please stop there. <laughs> and your son is gorgeous, but your daughter, I had the biggest crush on those cheeks and those blue eyes. It's ridiculous. Her, it's, her whole head is, you, you can't stop staring at it. It's its like when that, so when that baby girl was born, I looked at my wife and went, who is the father? Because <laughs> this, this child looks nothing like me. <laughs> she Thank looks God. exactly like the wife. You know, it's good because people go, because here's here's honestly what happened when we had our son 
it's kind of mean how uh-huh. it, it, people don't know how their words affect other people, mm. but they're trying to compliment. So people <laughs> would go come up to us and go, oh, my God, your son looks just like you. This woman, my wife, held this baby for nine months in her belly, and you're just totally like, ah, it looks nothing like you. <laughs> but she doesn't. But still, you don't say that. You know? Yeah. You're just like, oh, yeah, y'all have a beautiful child. Exactly, yeah. Don't be like, <laughs> he looks not Like, I would have, people would literally come up to my wife and go, oh, my God, he looks nothing like you. And she's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> like, y'all can have a conversation. Like, yeah. like what? <laughs> and so, And so now, since our daughter, you know, my thing is, I'm glad she doesn't look like me. You right. know, I mean? you're a beautiful man. No, I want my daughter to look like my wife because my wife's so beautiful, you know? Yes, yes, so, yes. And, and what it does is level the playing field now because my wife would never admit this. But I know she's happy that girl looks like her. So she, doesn't, <laughs> so she doesn't have to deal with that. Oh, you got two kids and they don't look like you at all. You know, that but, now when, but now when those, when your two kids hang out, the public's like, so who? Y'all brother and sister. No, for real. No, Did your father get remarried? No, 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 no. Same family. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I did, Jackie? I did this on purpose. You know what? I, I created a, a spy. She's going to infiltrate the white people <laughs> and tell me exactly what they're saying about me. My dad is Asian. Girl, stop playing. <laughs> my dad is black and Asian. Mm-mm, Mm-mm, nah. Not what we saw. She's my, she's my white spy. You know, <laughs> I had a Caucasian baby. I'm and good. Not, I don't have to uh-huh. tell you. Yeah, she's going to tell me everything. All these <laughs> secret meetings we don't know about, Jackie. My white daughter is going to be in them. Yes, sir. Your white daughter is going to be in the nail salon. They talk about you, mommy. That's I right. Every word they're saying. That's right. That's right. She's going to know everything. 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 So let's jump into AGT real quick. I know it was okay. a better experience for you than it was for me. Well, um, you were great on there. Uh, no, no. I, I, It's tough with no audience. It was just different. Oh, you know? that. Yeah. The, uh, the, yeah. The oh, that audience thing. <laughs> I forgot about that because I, I don't know. I watched y'all. And I still looked at it like they're having a good time. It's fine. Oh, no. I was having a good time. But yeah, Um, let's talk about your experience. Then we'll talk about mine. Uh, okay. I know it was great for you. you. Went all the way to the semifinals. It was fantastic. What did that do for your career? Absolutely nothing. Next question. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm about to say, okay. Well, let's no, talk about my experience. I, I wouldn't have had dates with the pandemic to wipe out if it wasn't for AGT. Yeah. When, when, when I was on AGT, the, one of the questions that kept getting asked, um, what is this show going to do for you? And mm-hmm. my, my answer was always the same. I just want to work. I love the idea of celebrity and fame and wealth. That's fantastic. Of course, it's on my vision board, but I'm tired of trying of working so hard to headline. Because I've been a headliner longer than I than people realize or oh, what yeah. the, pub, the public knows about. Because you know, you do get to work on 20 minutes, comfortably 30 minutes. Now I can do 45 and not even realize that it's coming and it's happening. Yep. But I had to get referrals from bigger comics. I had to send my video over and over again. And now I don't have to send anything because I was on a TV show that literally I didn't know at the time. I didn't watch the show that the world knows about. And I'm talking about every race, children, old ass people. So when I got when I was on there, they're like, well, what will this show do? I'm like, it'll allow me to work without having to prove that I'm, I'm worthy of a headlining on the marquee picture on the wall. You know, Uber driving. Where are you going to uh, to a comedy club? Who are you gonna go see? Me, motherfucker. Me. <laughs> I'm the one going up. So the show enabled. It made my. It made my. It made me less anonymous to the world because I just wanted to work and I was working a lot, 
but not enough so that I could be like, um, I'm really, I'm really, I'm a headlining comic now. Yeah, I'm a head- no, I got time comic, you know. Um, what I found interesting about the whole process is how much work it takes to just be on that show. It's not like you just. <laughs> It's not like you just show up and form and leave. No, you there a lot taping stuff. And the further you go, it's more and more and more. Now, I didn't get to experience that part. Uh, and I'll tell you why all that happened in a second. But okay. I, uh, it must have been so exciting when you were on and getting the feedback <laughs> in real time after. Because you had a live show. You had audience there. Uh, and I'm sure your social media blew up right after. So how was that for you? You know what? It was it was. uh it was um, overwhelming at times, but once I got there for the first audition, I what I did for myself to psych myself up or to, to not get psyched out of it is not make it a big deal because yeah. it was because yeah. it was a huge deal because it was the biggest deal it could be for a stand up. I I I made it smaller. Okay, and Jackie. Then, what you on this show? They want you to act like though it's a big deal. Oh no! Yeah, they want reality show. Like, oh my god, I'll pass okay. out. Okay. I'll fade so, if I don't. You know, okay. I know. Gotcha. I get it. Yeah. They want a good TV. Yeah, and they and they wanted a background story to, for all of that. 100%. But I, but I do realize that I had I added that show to my itinerary like it was a spot of the improv. Got you. And gotcha. I could I couldn't make it today's AGT that I made it comedy and magic on Tuesday, AGT on Wednesday. Improv on Thursday, and I made it part of my because I would do I taped those rounds and had shows afterwards. Oh, good deal. I would go to Manhattan, not Manhattan, I would go to LA and do go up on stage. So it was good because when they like you there, you feel like you're going to do a good job. Yeah, and that's that that show is run like it is so smoothly run by pros who are not sweaty and nuts, they are professional, they have it down to a science. They like Jackie. You move here. They, it was so organized. I, they almost picked me up and carried me from point A to point B. I, I gotta it say, like, it was like that. I gotta say, the show is so well run. Like you, I'm just repeating what you're saying. But yeah, in all the respect to those guys, because they really. Here's the thing I love yeah. about the show. Yeah, they really want people to win. Yes, they, they really were doing everything they can. They almost they almost cradled me after every set. Like, you okay, girl? You I mean, if they, if they could vote for you, they would. They would yes. vote for every single person. So I felt that uh, mm-hmm. if there was one mistake you made on the show, was there any? You know, I let, I let, I got too much advice for the final round that I was on. So I didn't make the finals. I didn't trust my instincts. First of all, they, the turnaround from quarterfinal to semifinal was like, was like this. Yeah. It was like it was like the next day because they were like Jackie because I did a good job on the first two rounds. They're like you don't need all these weeks. Just yeah. bring your ass back. And and as a comic, uh, you don't need the set. Like yeah. a lot of these people, they need extreme sets. You they can throw up right away because oh we just need a cool background. And then comic is comic. They can run. No, and and here's the thing. I was more comfortable and did better in my opinion when I wore my own clothes. Yep. And and they didn't make the whole backdrop about me. I would come out like it was the improv. Like, hey yep. guys, let's kick it. When they started, when they started to set 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 the game up and dress me and make me a Vegas star, make it. I was I loved it because my ego. You know, I loved that with my ego. But I know my set suffered because I felt the pressure to give them a Taj Mahal performance. Where and I, I do better when I do better no matter what stage I'm on if, if I make it about a comedy club stage. Hundred percent, hundred. I have to I have to make every show about it's just me 
knocking out not knocking out three and a half, four minutes, and I'm gonna get off. And that I don't want a big deal when it comes time to perform because it'll affect how I perform. I I have, I, I have a kick it type of like it's just do it, guys. That kind of thing. yeah. No, I, I I agree. I think on my side, what happened? I did the first round. They called me the night before, and they gave me an option. They said, "Hey, you can perform this year, but there's no audience, or you can come back next year, where hopefully things will be up and running." Yeah, so I, said, I, I just want I'm a comic. If there's they said there's going to be the four judges and you know how comics are. If there's one person, it's a crowd. So let's go. Let's do it. Go. So <laughs> I go out there and do well. My first set, my second set, they call me three days before I'm supposed to perform it because I was going to do my blazing set, which I know is a home run. Mm -hmm. And they call me and they go, well, we can't get that one passed. So then I go, what about the second set? And so I gave them a second set and they said, we can't get that one passed. So when I went on stage the third time, I was trying to remember a set I just threw together. Ah. And my first time I, I go out and I knew I was going to be in trouble because you know, when you say, when you get into a point where you're saying your set to yourself over and over, and over you're going to mess it up. And I kept messing up in my ah. head when I was saying it. Okay. So it was a brand new set that I wasn't prepared to do. Mm -hmm. so, the first time I came out, and Simon was gone. You know, ah. Simon loved stand-up. So it was three women, Kelly Clarkson, Lover, and yeah. uh, Howie. And what I was expecting from my first line, you know how comedy goes. It's a rhythm. If you mm -hmm. don't get what you expect, it kind of throws you off. So my first line coming out of the second set, uh, of my second set was, oh, women are so much stronger than men. Heidi and Sophia look at me and go, nothing, right? I was <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so yeah, I go, so, so I'm expecting a yeah from the women. So I go in my head right then. I go, if I finish this joke and they didn't even respond to that, they're not going to respond well to the rest. To the rest. Uh -huh. So literally, I dropped that and it looks like I stumbled, but the stumble was should I go through with this joke? Ah, uh, you second guess or, yourself. Or, or, go to the next joke. So I decided just to go to the next joke, but mm -hmm. you really needed the first part. So it kind of fell apart and it wasn't the set I wanted to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not making excuses. It's just, you know, the way it was, but I love that the producers of AGT really wanted me to do Blasian. Yeah. Like they put, they even got to a point there. They were like, we're going to fight for it. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I, and you know me, this is the problem. And this is the mistake I made. I didn't let people fight for me when I should have. Wow. Because I was too worried about riling things up at a network. Ah. You know, cause, but cause if they fight for you, they got it. They got you if they fight for you. No, they do. But but you're guess who they're fighting? The NBC. NBC. Yeah. So I didn't want to be a, like that's the and that's the biggest mistake. I mean, I didn't want to be any trouble to anybody. I Aww. just I was just like, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll do the next set. And I was yeah. like, oh, this one's funny too. Oh no, you can't do that one either. And now I'm like, oh, okay. Now I yeah. got like three days left. I don't even know this set I'm about to do. So that's uh -huh. the real story behind. And I love NBC and I love AGT, but I should have let. I forgot the guy's name. I mean, he's one of the executive producers. One of top. So, I know, a hard name to remember. Oh, so, he's so great because he goes, "We're gonna fight for this and we're gonna win." Mm -hmm. And the bitch in me was like. <laughs> I don't want to start trouble. Uh-huh. No, don't worry about that. And when, and when I look back, like, I, I wish, and, and another thing, too, I'm being so honest, another thing, too, 
I was kind of cocky where I was thought anything I do is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to that level because, you know, I everywhere in the clubs, I do really yeah. well. I do really I well. Cocky, I was cocky too. I'm like, this is not it because, because none of this stuff is new. So we'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. And I was the same way until they <laughs> said you can't do <laughs> first like, two we, sets. Uh huh. And so I was like, oh, now, now we might, now we could be in trouble. Uh-huh. But if I could have done it all over, I would have done Blasian and then I would have done my slideshow set with the ugly baby and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but you can't do that. And they kept saying, do your best stuff. Yeah. Like, but I didn't. Cause I was like, ah. oh, my, my next back, I, I had it in my head. I was going to do what I did, do Blasian, do my uh, music bit next and then kill him with the slideshow. Cause nobody's ever done that. So yeah. in my head, in my head, I, there was no way I'm not going to make the finals. Yeah. And until they started taking away sets, and then ah. that's when everything fell apart. But it was a beautiful experience, and you know, I got I got some exposure from it, not as much as I wanted, but I I, I also think you know any exposure is good exposure. I made the same mistake you did when I did I did Last Comic Standing in 2014 15. Mm-hmm. I didn't do my best stuff. I gave them six pages, literally, of of jokes. And when I did that one set, I did the jokes that normally work, but they weren't the break, they weren't the tear down the house jokes. Yeah. I gave them the safe, funny, always are funny jokes. And I was told afterwards by people who knew me, why didn't you do that joke? And I'm and I did and I didn't do it because I'm like, I'll be here. I'll bring yeah. that later. Stay away. I'll be bring here. Sure. And and they were like, bitch, bring them the stuff that makes people fall pee on their pants. Bring the pee in your pants joke first set. I'm like, why would I do that the first joke? I need to say that. Like, bitch, you may not be here. <laughs> and I didn't. And I. And they said, my and let me tell you. And they told me that over and over. But I was like, but here's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Here's the problem when you do well on stage around town. Yeah. You're like, I know this works. I'm <laughs> like, uh-huh. I'm going to make it. Yeah. And, and a little bit of cockiness. Uh-huh. But. I really thought I was going to be able to do my sets and I, if they would have, and I still believe if they would have laid out exactly how I, yeah, if they would have approved them, mm-hmm. I would have made it there. But it, to anyone listening to this for the AGT bit that me and Jack <laughs> do your best shit. Do now, your I, best I, shit. I, I wouldn't do your best stuff the first round. That's what I was I about would, to say. My first round, I was safe because they really yes. guided me. They're like, look, for the first round, just let the, let the audience and the judges get to know you. Yes. It was yes. it was it was Jamaican family, blah, blah, blah. The second set, I gave them the most successful, the most popular, the hardest hitting joke. I closed with that in the second set. And that is the set I'm most proud of because I gave them the joke that wherever I go. People are spitting out their beers. They're crying. They're breaking up in the audience. I'm like, this is a joke. And Jay Leno gave me a standing up. I'm like, that's why you do your best shit on TV. Now, and now you got your best shit out. And they kept telling me that my best shit would have been probably the slideshow because it tells all about myself. And it's so funny. And now the world will never see that. opportunity there will, there will be but Something i else. wish i would have done it because you always think now yes if i would have done that dude i could have been like preacher right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both could have and we had kept our best shit the whole time and yeah. i let them get in my head the fourth and i guess what the fourth the fourth round the one i got eliminated on i have not watched it yet i have yet to watch that set i've watched oh. the first three over and over because i'm proud 
The fourth yeah. one, when I had to go home, I'm like, I will never watch no. that last set. Never. No. I the only time I ever saw my last set uh was when they I think uh I saw it on like you know, now everything's on social media. Yeah. And and it was just horrible. And I was so <laughs> upset about it. And and then people are just so mean. <laughs> It's so funny because Facebook, it's really weird. Like Facebook is super nice to me, but yeah. YouTube just does not like me. But I think it's more dudes on YouTube. Yeah, dudes like, are hardcore. Yeah, dudes went in like, oh my God. You know, yeah, girls, but, uh, are, girls are like, oh, he cute or she cute. They give you all kind of credit in different yeah. directions. But dudes yeah. are like, you shouldn't be up there. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, who the fuck are you, George? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> And I'm telling you, man, I wish I wish I could do it over, but you know, it is what it is, and now you move on. But like I said, uh, those that's what I want to talk to you about, AGT, too, because I know it worked out differently for you, me, and I see so many successful people from the show, and I'm happy for them. You know, I'm yeah, happy yeah. that they grinded it out, but it was weird with no crowd, man. That's what like you, I'm not you, gonna... you, you, you didn't even have the, the zoom boxes in front of you. Did you have that in front of you? Yeah, but you gotta, oh, you know, yeah. you paying attention in the yeah, it, it's nah. It, okay. That really didn't do anything for me. No. You know what I mean? Nah, nah. Was that a lot? Was it, was it was it a lot of Zoom? Oh, it was a it was a lot, but it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say too much, but it didn't do anything for me. Let's just okay. put it like that. You know, no. it's all about how it affects you. The show's doing yeah. great and the I'm, best they can in the circumstances. Like my you, thing you gotta is, feel it. I wasn't even worried about the Zoom. I was more concentrated on the judges. Like if they ah. laugh, it was more about them. And I, I, didn't, I stopped. I stopped looking at them during my set, though. I I was I was out there and I was improv. Well, yeah, because you had an audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. And you got to remember, Zoom is a little off. It's like a second off, especially yeah, that delay. So mm -hmm. You can't pay attention to them or to throw your whole mm -hmm. your whole set off because they're laughing after your joke. So you had to kind of go. The only real time laugh you got was in the studio. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I went with, you know, but. Like I said, no comic made it to the end because it's just, you know, there was no. Now, I'm I'm actually mad at the show for that because I know I'm people. Not. I know I'm some. Not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Why? It just it just proves it just proves that you gotta have an audience. You gotta have some type of audience. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but I I think I think what they should do, like, I think the comics that were on last year should get another chance for next year. Not I I, I won't do it, but I think they should give another chance. To those comics again that didn't have a crowd or give them a chance in a couple years um, you know what yeah. i mean yeah because i know some female comics who they also got the choice to be like can you, you can do it now or wait and there's a a, a girl i know who's i know she would have made um gotten far because her stuff is so like like taylor tomlinson you know yeah i uh, love her yeah. yes it would have been like that and, and no she's Taylor Williamson is a dude. The girl yeah. who didn't do the show had that dry delivery like him. And yeah. I know that I think that would have done well for her. But once but, again, but, but, the only, but the problem is, is the audience moves the judges. Ah. So if you're dry up there with just four judges. It, it, <laughs> the whole room dry. <laughs> the whole room is dry. And if, yeah, that, yeah. if those judges don't like dry humor what the reaction of the faces of the judges are, are the reaction of America. Yeah. Especially like, like this is weird times. There's only four judges. So the one thing I'm proud of is all the judges thought I did well. Yeah. I know right. I didn't do well. The second one, and I got great feedback. So forever, 
when they're trying to put me on tour, they just cut up those those clips and have the judges saying, "Great, and there you go." I can, you know, I've never had a problem touring yet, so this is just to enhance that. But it was such an amazing experience, and I'm yeah. looking forward to another thing like that. And this time, I will bring it up front. And not- <laughs> This the first round. I'm, I'm gonna have flames. Oh yeah! I'm throw a baby in there. You're gonna get it all. <laughs> catch the baby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch the baby. I'm gonna throw it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring, surf the baby. I'm gonna bring my white baby out. <laughs> all cylinders. The first round. I'm coming blazing. I'm we blazing. learned. We have learned. Do not save shit for later. There, is, no. there may not be no later. But you know what? I learned that, and, and that's a life lesson too. And you know what I'm saying? Lesson. What are you like, waiting for? You bring it when you walk into any room, you bring the best you got. Dude, and these people were telling me, yo, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and that is a sign. You and sure? Then, and then and this is me. Oh no, nah, we good. We good. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I know you've been doing this show for whatever number, but I got this. They're you like, know what? I had I've had some friends on the show. Who I'm I'm still mad at because they didn't last long as as they should have, but they didn't ask me any advice. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like I'm like if you know somebody who made it far, forget about the fact that their their sets were good. We probably know what the show is looking for, and that is more helpful than knowing how to put together a killer set. You could be a veteran, but if you don't know what the show uh, loves and needs and looks for. Because the show knows what the audience wants to see. Yeah, but but the problem is, I did talk to several comedians that were on the show. Yeah. And they had no doubt I was going to make it to the end. They were like, oh, dude, you don't worry about it. You just do you. You're going to make it to the end. Did they give you no advice on content? Like where you should put stuff? No, because they were like, dude, we've seen your stuff. Yeah. Over and over. And you're going to make it to the end. I mean, I won't tell you what to do, but you're fine. Yeah. And I still believe I would have made it to the end, unless, but they eliminated my sets, you know? But you know what? I, but the advice that I got wasn't from comedians. I got it from the producers who worked there. Uh-huh. Like, that's what. That's why they were like, Jackie, we want to know who you are. Your family. What about your family? Don't you like? And then when I got into dating stuff, like, it can get very sexual. My, my material, all of it, can be clean or naughty. Just take yeah. out the curse words and take out mm-hmm. the body part, you know, slang terms. And they were like, and I remember the the British producers and they were like, Jackie, the, the reason why we're not editing your stuff that much is because the show is, the foundation is is uh, British, it's UK. And yeah. the UK likes a little bit of edge. Mm-hmm. So you can do your stuff, just don't drop any curse words. So they didn't touch my set at all because they're like, the foundation of the show, we like a, a comic with a little bit of, a little bit of zhuzh. Inner stuff. Yeah, and see, that's you know? my thing. Is I went the other way. I was like, I'm gonna make it super family, but yeah. I am. I'm kind yeah, that's of. That's like, your brand. You gotta be you. Brand so I felt like I was on the mark, and like I said, I, I wish I could have done. Because I posted a clip after I got eliminated. I posted a clip. Yeah. Of, I didn't say this is the set I was gonna do, but I just posted a little clip, and I got tons of views. And they were like, "You should have done this on AGT," and I was like, "Shut the fuck oh. up." Why you doing? Block, I wish I could. Block, bitch. Block this bitch. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. So, Why are you talking to yourself with that? Don't do that. Oh, I, I'm. I, I told my wife the other day. I was just sitting there. She goes, "What you think about?" It? I was like, "That damn AGT." <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard to let go, especially when, uh, you, when, when you know what you could have done. It's hard to listen to people who don't do this to be like, "You were fine." You're like, "I would have. I could have set that place on fire if I had yeah. just followed my instinct." 
Yep. And I should yep. have. I should yeah. have. I should have. learn. Bring your best into every room. That is the yeah, okay. So here's another thing. You know, I like to give out positive stories on the podcast. Do you have a positive story you could share, even though this is very dark times in the U.S. right now? Is there anything positive going on in your life? Yes. I got a job that I cannot oh. talk about, explain. I can't even hint towards it. But when it goes the way it's going to go, if it's God's will, it will be the biggest thing to happen to me in my career. Very nice. And that's all you got to say. That's all I got to say. When you do announce it, please come back on the morning. Yo. Okay. I want to be on everybody's everything, but yours will be the first one. All right. (laughs) Jackie, give out your handles and I'll put this, all of Jackie's stuff will be in the bio as well. Okay. uh, At Jackie fabulous. But if you want to just be lazy, go to Jackie I'll give that'll give you my podcast related relatable with Jackie Fabulous on YouTube and all the podcast channels. Comedy album also you can get it through my website. It's called Fabulously Naughty. And JackieFabulous.com for all things me. All right. Well, thank you, girl, for being on. I appreciate <laughs> thank it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've never talked to you before, like at length. This we're is friends. great. We're buddies forever now. Now, now when we're in the green room, it'll still be the same. But <laughs> I'll be loud. You'll be quiet. But I'll be quiet. And then we'll wait for the podcast and talk about it. Exactly. (laughs) All right, Jackie. Thanks for being on, okay? Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. Give it up one time for Jackie. Fabulous. Thank you so much for watching The Morning Yo, man. You guys have made this experience incredible for me. Remember, share the podcast. Tell people about it. Follow the page. Don't like it. Follow it. Don't like, I heard follows are better than likes. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. But thank you, man. We're growing and it's all because of you. I will see you next time. Watch my comedy special, Blasian. It's in the link in the bio or right down here. All right. I'll see you later.